Welcome to the root of all success with the real Jason Duncan, a podcast that explores how the world's most powerful entrepreneurs unlocked success and how their stories can help you do the same. A successful educator turned entrepreneur, Jason has built multi-million dollar businesses that have been featured in Inc. Magazine and Entrepreneur Magazine. His life's mission now is helping entrepreneurs live what he calls hashtag the exit lifestyle. Introducing TEDx speaker, mastermind leader, author, entrepreneur, cigar aficionado, motorcycle enthusiast, and host of the root of all success, the real Jason Duncan. The, the real, real Jason, Jason Duncan. Duncan. Hey there, welcome to another episode of The Root of All Success. I am the real Jason Duncan. You can call me JD. Glad to have you with me here today. It's just going to be me and you riding together through this episode. And I'm going to be talking about the 10 major causes of failure in leadership. And the purpose of this, this show today is going to give you the opportunity to do some self-reflection on these 10 causes of leadership failure to see if you can identify any of these causes being present in your life as a leader. Now, I do this show primarily for entrepreneurs and business leaders just like you. And normally, uh, you know, most of the time I'm interviewing very successful entrepreneurs. But today I'm going to go back and look at an entrepreneur and his writing. So if you're looking at this on YouTube, you can see here, this is the book Think and Grow Rich by Napoleon Hill, one of my favorite books of all time. I'm in my third reading of it currently right now. I read from it every single day. I think it's that important of a book. And there is a there are 13 principles that Napoleon Hill teaches on on how to attract wealth and how to attract riches for the purpose of making a big impact in the world. And in chapter seven in the book, chapter seven is organized planning, which is one of the 13 principles where it's the subtitle is the crystallization of desire into action, which is the sixth step toward riches. And in this chapter, he, he lists the 10 major causes of failure in leadership. And I thought it would be interesting to kind of go through these and give you some color commentary just from my perspective as a leader and as a podcaster, as a speaker, as a coach, as a father, as a, as a husband. I want to give you some perspective on that. So here we go. So the 10 major causes of failure in leadership. The first one is inability to organize details inability to organize details. Now, Napoleon Hill writes in his book, efficient leadership calls for ability to organize and to master details. No genuine leader, he goes on to say, is ever too busy to do anything which may be required of him in his capacity as a leader. When a man, whether he's a leader or a follower, admits that he's too busy to change his plans or to give attention to an emergency, he admits his inefficiency. Now, this is a, I'm going to insert a color commentary. If you go back to one of my previous episodes about busyness versus productivity, I talk about that specifically without reference specifically to Napoleon Hill, but busyness is an enemy of efficiency. He goes on to say the successful leader must be the master of all details connected with his position. That means, of course, that he must acquire the habit of delegating details to capable lieutenants. Now, have you heard anybody ever talk about delegation before? <laughs> of course you have, because that is the first core principle that I teach as a business coach who works with entrepreneurs on how to get out of the daily operations of business, how to live a more successful, balanced life. The first step is delegation. So if you are trying to analyze whether you're being successful 
as a leader or not, one of the causes of failure is the inability to organize details, which means you're probably not delegating. All right, the second of the 10 major causes of failure in leadership is unwillingness to render humble service. Unwillingness to humble render, uh, to, excuse me, unwillingness to render humble service. Napoleon Hill writes, truly great leaders are willing when occasion demands to perform any sort of labor which they would ask another to perform. As Jesus said, and Napoleon's quoting him, the greatest among you shall be the servant of all. This is a truth which all able leaders will observe and respect. Jesus is our greatest example of humility and humble leadership. He was willing to, as the king of the universe, to to bend over, take a towel, and to wash the feet of his disciples. And he said, we should go and do likewise. So Napoleon Hill, in his book, writes that one of the causes of failure in leadership is the inability to provide humble service. Now, I teach my clients to make sure that they're not taking out the trash. They're not doing the details. They're not cleaning the toilets. They're not booking calls. They're not doing other people need to be doing that. That's what delegation's for. But what that doesn't mean is that you're too good to do it. It just means that, that you shouldn't be doing it. Other people should be hired to do those things, not because you're not willing or able to do it, but because that's not your role. Your role as the leader of the company has much higher capacity. You may need to be doing higher level activities. So just because you shouldn't be doing it, doesn't mean you couldn't do it and wouldn't be willing to do it if necessary. I've cleaned plenty of toilets in my day, taken out lots of bags of trash in my office over the years, but ultimately that is not what I should be doing as the leader. The third major cause of leadership failure, according to Napoleon Hill, is expectation of pay for what you know instead of what you do with what you know. And I think this is a trap for a lot of people, not just uh, you as an entrepreneur, but leaders across the corporate spe- uh, corporate spectrum is that we get expect we expect to p- get paid for what we know. Napoleon writes this. He says the world does not pay men for that which they know; it pays them for what they do, or induce others to do. So great, you got an MBA. That's fantastic. Love the fact that you have a a degree and whatever it is you. I love that you have fifteen years experience in doing whatever it is that you do. But you know what? Unless you do something with what you know, we're not going to pay you for it. And if you expect people to pay you just because you know stuff that they don't know, that is a cause of failure of leadership, according to Hill. The fourth major fail, uh, cause of failure in leadership is fear of competition from followers. Fear of competition for followers. Now, listen to this. He writes, the leader who fears that one of his followers may take his position is practically sure to realize that fear sooner or later. The able leader trains understudies to whom he may delegate, there's that word again, delegate at will any of the details of his position. Only in this way may a leader multiply himself and prepare himself to be at many places at many times and give attention to many things at one time. It is an eternal truth, Hill writes, that men receive more pay from their ability to get others to perform than they could possibly earn from their own efforts. An efficient leader may, through his knowledge of his job and the magnetism of his personality, greatly increase the efficiency of others and induce them to render more service and better service than they could render without his aid. This is what leaders are supposed to be. And if you're not doing this, this is a cause of failure in leadership. If you fear that your followers, your employees are going to outperform you, then you're never going to succeed. 
One of the things that I run is an apprenticeship program uh, for young men, ages 20 to 29. And in this apprenticeship program, which I call PEEP, which stands for Professional Entrepreneur Apprenticeship Program, I bring in these young men and I train them for a year on how to start a business, grow a business, be an entrepreneur. And it's an unpaid position. I pay them a little stipend after the first 90 days, and then they have the opportunity to earn a commission or revenue share at the six-month mark. But I'm never afraid that any of these guys are going to outperform me. As a matter of fact, I would love for them to outperform me in certain aspects of running my companies because long-term, I want them to be successful as entrepreneurs. If I was afraid of that, afraid of my assistant performing better than me or my employees performing better than me or my apprentice performing better than me, I could never be a good leader. The fifth major cause of leadership failure is lack of imagination. Lack of imagination. Without imagination, the leader is incapable of meeting emergencies and of creating plans by which to guide his followers efficiently. Now, every one of us is a creative being because we were created by God, who is the wonderful, most wonderful creative being ever to exist. And we have that creative ability inside us, that imagination to think about what could be and to launch into that possibility. So we need to have the desire to see those creative things happen. And if we have the lack of imagination or we say false things like, well, I'm not a very creative person as a leader, you're setting yourself up for failure as a leader. So don't let lack of imagination be your downfall as a leader. Let's take a quick break to thank our amazing sponsors for making this podcast possible. As an entrepreneur, I know that you have to deal with sales on a regular basis. I mean, every entrepreneur does. And if you aren't paying attention to sales as an entrepreneur, you're not going to be an entrepreneur for very long. But I've got a sponsor of this show called Dub that helps you bring the personal back to sales. If you want to figure out how to improve content creation, improve client trust, uh, improve your sales process, decrease the sales cycle, because we all know time kills deals. If you want to increase client bookings and increase conversions, you need to take a look at Dub. There's a special offer for Dub for listeners to The Root of All Success at therealjasonduncan.com slash Dub, and that's D-U-B-B. What Dub does, I've been using this for years. I'm a huge fan, and I'm so honored that they're our uh, primary sponsor of the podcast, but they have helped over 60,000 businesses around the world communicate better, to make sales easier, to make sales more personal. And it's built, Dub is built for growing teams. I mean, you can set up video emails, you can set up custom onboarding, you can do admin reporting, uh, anything you need around video and sales and automation, Dub is there. You can try Dub now. Your conversions to sales are waiting. All you got to do is go to therealjasonduncan.com slash Dub. And there you're going to get two weeks for free to try Dub. Plus, you're going to get 50% off your first two months of Dub. You can't, you can't beat that. So go check it out. Go to therealjasonduncan.com slash Dub. 40 years ago, you weren't in business unless you had your business in the yellow pages. You remember those things? <laughs> and 30 years ago, you weren't in business unless you had a door-to-door salesman. 20 years ago, you weren't in business unless you had a website. And today, you're not in business unless you're doing social media content. Am I right? Social media content. 
social media content in the term in the form of like micro content, which is 30 to 60 second spots on Instagram reels or TikTok or YouTube shorts. That's the way business is done. As a matter of fact, that may be how you found out about this podcast or, or me as a business coach. This medium that we're using today to communicate what we do is vitally important. And just recording yourself isn't enough. You've got to do it right. And my friends over at Story do it right. And one of the problems with doing it wrong is that you sit around thinking, well, what the heck am I going to record? What am I going to say? How am I going to say it? Like, I don't, I don't know what to talk about. Well, Story takes all of that away from you. Stop wasting time trying to come up with content because Story will send you a video prompt on what to record. You can pick the categories you want to record in, whether it's real estate, entrepreneurship, finance, relationship, leadership, life insurance. It could be anything. Don't waste time on that. And, and by the way, if, you, if you're not confident in talking on video or if, or if the video editing portion takes up way too much of your time, Story will edit the videos to perform well on social media. They add the subtitles, the pop-ups, the zoom cuts. They remove all the filler words like uh and um and uh. They, they remove the awkward pauses. And then they take that video and post it for you. They write the captions, they add the relevant hashtags, and they post it on the platforms that you care about the most. It's exactly what you need to be in business today and to be successful at it. So if you want to learn how to do social media the way the influencers do, you need to go to therealjasonduncan.com slash story. And that story with two Y's. Why? Because they're awesome. Go to therealjasonduncan.com slash story, that's S-T-O-R-Y-Y, for 10% off your first three months to try Story out. You're going to thank me later. Thanks for listening to our sponsors. Now, back to the show. The sixth major cause of failure in leadership is selfishness. Selfishness. And actually, if I, you know, to give my opinion on this, I think selfishness is the root cause of every sin. Everything that we deal with negatively in the world, whether it's drug abuse, if, whether it's murder or abusing people, if it's theft, all boils down to selfishness. It comes back to this thing that I want to, I want to do something for myself and I'm not really concerned about how it affects other people. So selfishness not only is a root cause of failure in leadership, but it's a root cause of sin in all forms, failure in all forms. So let's see what Napoleon says here. Napoleon Hill writes, the leader who claims all the honor for the work of his followers is sure to be met by re with resentment. The really great leader claims none of the honors. He is contented to see the honors where there are any go to his followers because he knows that most men will work harder for commendation and recognition than they will for money alone. You know, you will fail as a leader if you are selfish and take all the credit. You know, there's, there's a, a joke about being the dad. It's always dad's fault. Dad never gets credit. But in business, it's always the, it's always the leader's fault. And the leader never gets credit. And that's okay. That's actually the way it should be as a leader is that if something goes wrong, you should accept responsibility for that going wrong. If something goes right, you should appropriately push down the, the, uh, the honor to those whom it's due. Even though it might have been your genius idea, other people helped you pull that off. And here's a little kind of a tidbit of information that I think you might find interesting is that when you're looking for people to work for you and people who want to stay working for you, here are the three reasons why they will work for you and stay with you in order, in the order. And this follows along with what Napoleon Hill says here in the book. Number one, they're looking for opportunity. Number two, they're looking for recognition. 
And number three, they're looking for money in that order. So what you want to do is you want to make sure that you're providing a vision of opportunity for your employees, for the people that are working for you. What opportunities are there besides what you're just giving them a job? What opportunities are there in the business? What opportunities are there for them individually? Opportunities, number one. Number two, recognition. And this is what this at Napoleon Hill is talking about is the selfishness takes away that recognition, which is a major motivating factor for people wanting to work for you and stay working for you. They're looking for recognition. How are you going to recognize them? Recognize their good work. Recognize them for doing a good job. Recognize them for being a valuable part of the team. And then third is finances. It's not first. And if you got somebody who's only interested in money, don't hire that person. Because what you're looking for is somebody interested in recognition, opportunity, and money. And people that want to work for you and will stay with you a long time, that's the three things in the order that they're looking for. The seventh major cause of leadership failure is intemperance, a word we don't use a lot, but Napoleon Hill describes it this way. He says, followers do not respect an intemperate leader. Moreover, intemperance in any of its various forms destroys the endurance and the vitality of all who indulge in it. So intemperance is just being incapable of dealing with stuff and dealing with people like you just don't have the temperament to handle other people, handle interruptions. If you're just a generally hard person to get along with. Intemperance will lead you to be a bad leader. All right, number eight. We're almost getting to the end. There's 10 of these. We're on number eight of the 10 major causes, causes of failure in leadership is disloyalty. Disloyalty. Hill writes this. He says, perhaps this should have come at the head of the list. The leader who is not loyal to his trust and to his associates, those above him and those below him, cannot long maintain his leadership. Disloyalty marks one as being less than the dust of the earth and brings down on one's head the contempt that he deserves. Lack of loyalty is the major cause of failure in every walk of life. And I think we all would agree with that, right? I mean, if you're experiencing failure in your leadership, maybe it's because you're not showing loyalty to those in your care, those above you, those below you. Where are you breaking down the loyalty and the trust? The ninth major cause of leadership failure is emphasis of the authority of leadership. Emphasis of the authority of leadership. Hill says this, the efficient leader leads by encouraging and not by trying to instill fear in the hearts of his followers. The leader who tries to impress his followers with his authority comes within the category of leadership through force. If a leader is a real leader and he he will have no need to advertise that fact except by his conduct, his sympathy, understanding, fairness, and a demonstration that he knows his job. If you have to appeal to your authority as a leader, this says he'll hear, if you're having to appeal to your authority as a leader, you're doing it wrong. If you have to say, listen to me, I'm your manager. Listen to me, I own the company. Listen to me, whatever. Like that's probably a failure, a chink in the armor in your leadership. The final of the 10 major causes of failure in leadership is emphasis of title, which follows the ninth cause quite nicely. Emphasis of title. The competent leader requires no title to give him the respect of his followers. The man who makes too much over his title generally, generally has little else to emphasize. <laughs> the doors to his office of the real leader are open to all who wish to enter and his working quarters are free from formality or ostentation. So Hill writes here to complete this section. He says, these are among the most common causes of failure in leadership. Any one of these faults is sufficient to induce failure. 
Study this list carefully if you aspire to leadership and make sure that you are free from these faults. So again, this comes from chapter seven of Think and Grow Rich. I want to encourage you to go pick this book up, take a look at it, read it. Chapter seven is about organized planning. It's about leadership. It's about how we make our plans come to life. But I thought that today in today's show, I could give you a glimpse into a little bit of the wisdom of Napoleon Hill. And if you're struggling with leadership, if you're having trouble with people following you, maybe one of these 10 is uh, rearing its ugly head and you haven't yet figured out which one it is and how to address it. If there's anything that I can do for you, I want to remind you that I am a coach and I, I work exclusively with entrepreneurs who are running successful companies, but are a little bit burnout, maybe a little bit overwhelmed, maybe a little bit just done with the daily operations of business. You know, one of the, one of the common phrases that I hear from my clients is when they first start working with me is, you know, I love my business, but, and then whatever follows next is the exception of like, I love doing it, but man, it takes so much time or it steals from my family or it doesn't allow me to go travel like I want to do. That's who I want to work with. And I work with people one-on-one -on -one at a high level. So if you're interested in, in applying for this opportunity, I only have, I think I only have the recording of this one or two slots left. I just signed up a couple of new people. So if you're interested in that, go to therealjasonduncan.com slash coaching, therealjasonduncan.com slash coaching. This will also be in the show notes. If you want to click on the link, if you're watching this on YouTube or if you're listening on Spotify or wherever, just click on that link and you can schedule a free one hour breakthrough session where we actually do coaching for an hour to show you how I can might be able to help you. And if you qualify for that call and we get on that call together, I can show you what it might look like to work with me. And if, if I can help you, we'll figure that out. And if I can't, maybe I can point you in the right direction, but don't let, don't let your title or authority or your past success keep you from doing what you need to do to get to the next level. If I can help you in any way, any way at all, go to therealjasonduncan.com slash coaching. Well, thank you for tuning in to this week's episode of The Root of All Success. I'm glad that you were here. Please tune in again next time when I talk about success, talk with entrepreneurs, talk about how you can become more successful. And until then, as always, I am The Real Jason Duncan and Jesus is King. Thank you for listening to another edition of The Root of All Success with The Real Jason Duncan. If you've enjoyed this week's episode, visit therootofallsuccess.com to access the show notes and other helpful resources. Follow Jason on social media at The Real Jason Duncan. Are you an entrepreneur who feels trapped in the weeds of daily operations, not experiencing the freedom you thought you'd have as a business owner? Want to know the way out? Take Jason's free exit readiness assessment to see how close you are to getting ready to experience true freedom and success as an entrepreneur. Go to amireadytoexit.com today. That's amireadytoexit.com. See you again next time here on The Root of All Success. This podcast is a part of the C-Suite Radio Network. For more top business podcasts, visit c-suiteradio.com.